And welcome back to the Reserves Podcast, take two. Oh, fuck. Haven't we had one? No, we haven't had one. Quarter past nine. The fuckhead. On a Wednesday Oh, night. my God. So, okay. All right. Explain, Dill. Let me set the scene, all right? As fucking Mark LaCroix once said, all right? And I'm going to say the word, let's set the scene. You cunts know the rest. Hayden Cobley, Sunday, out of the blue, Mr. Too Good for the Pod, Mr. The Pod's gone to shit. I'll never come back on. Sends us all a message. What What does he say? He goes. Late call up. So 16th of July. is Was that Sunday? Correct. Late call up. Could do a pod tonight. Or later this afternoon. Someone's keen to do a podcast, isn't he? So we give him the no, Cobb. We can't do the pod. <laughs> we can't do the pod tonight. All right. We can do Monday. We don't usually do Monday. We can do Monday for you or Wednesday like usual, mate. You can try to get here. Yep. Okay. He goes, can't do tomorrow, unfortunately. Wednesday usually difficult, but can find a way. All right. Cobb wants to do a pod, guys. He needs us more than we need him. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Then, I say last night, we're good for tomorrow. Just so we know, Cam is here, by the way. He's just in dark place right now. I say last night, good for tomorrow. Kobe, you give me yeah, chur, chur, chur. Mm-hmm. Hayden goes, what time? I said, Hayden, you obviously want to come on the pod. We will accommodate to you, my friend. What time can you do? He goes, it'll be later, like nine-ish. Now, that's a fucking late podcast, right? However, Kobe, back in our day in our prime, we used to do late pods. So That's I, what we used to do. So I turned around and said, I'm happy to do a late one. We haven't done this in a while, okay? We're doing this for Cobb. For Cobber. Let's let's fast forward to half an hour ago. Kobe, take 30 minutes. What time does that give us? Uh, quarter, quarter to nine. 20 to nine. <laughs> Looking unlikely for tonight, unfortunately, boys. I do apologize. Got more admin to complete. What do you mean? What? You know what he is? A fuck. Cam's in bed watching the cricket on his iPad because Ange said no TV in the room. He's now getting out of bed because this dickhead has got admin at nine o'clock. <laughs> oh. What a dog. If he's generally talking about just doing some emails instead of talking, <laughs> I tell you fucking what. <laughs> what admin he, could you be doing I at 9 o'clock? I tell you what, the fucking inefficiencies of the Swan District's football program, if he's still answering emails at fucking 9.18 on a fucking Wednesday. They're probably parents asking why little Johnny didn't make under-14's development, mate. Just answer them tomorrow. They're bottom two. <laughs> They're Colts bottom two. Yeah, good job. Mate. Oh, oh shit. Uh, you know what you know where that program's going? Yeah. 
Is Down that the a fucking toilet? toilet? Is that a toilet flush? Surely he's got a podcast soundboard. <laughs> I really want to hear this one though. Go on. Go on. What is it? It's called Rimshot. <laughs> oh. Well, obviously we didn't know our drums. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a fantastic <laughs> one. So that's out of our system. Uh, let's get into the people's voice. All right, let's get back into it, eh? Um, we're going to start off with... This one is from uh, Matt Sarich. Kakosi, welcome back. What sport would you add a mandatory level of drinking to? For example, you need to drink 10 beers before an F1 race. Hmm. Imagine making people drink 10 beers before swimming. People would die. Uh, <laughs> that ad where the guy swims down is like, that fucking rings so well to me. He, the guy's fucking fighting and he's just like... And he just keeps going and he's down. just going down. It's like, bro, just go yeah. up. Just fucking... Uh, you just hit the bottom of the pool and kick yourself up, brother. <laughs> we all did it as kids. Yeah. You need to learn nothing. Oh, But Man. is this is this before watching or before doing it? No, before like they compete. Oh. So before people well, compete. Well, 10 beers before an F1 race... Yes, he wants chaos. Correct. Uh, they blow point five, brother. That's fucking. Get the sound effects, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing up. <laughs> um, what sport? Uh, horsing. <laughs> oh no! Horse, horse has to drink five. The jockey has to drink five. See what happens. See, see what happens. Well, Gav seems to get away after playing a pretty good game after a few beers. Yeah, so probably won't count that one then. The Rat Pack fucking write themselves off every Friday night and can't work out what's Friday going on. Friday night, more like Saturday morning. Friday, Saturday morning. Saturday, what's in your Sunday. coffees, boys? Who is he? Who is he? <laughs> um, Tom Dawes comes in with Oppenheim, Oppenheimer and Barbie movies out this week. Who would you rather be? Oppenheimer, the father of the atomic bomb, or Ken and have no dick? Hmm. Question. <laughs> Does Ken see Barbie? <coughs> yes. After hours. Correct. But what can he do about it? Sometimes he just gets to sometimes. See. Sometimes visual is all you need. We're just sometimes visual is all you need. And the other one was Oppenheimer's dad. No, no, you are Oppenheimer. <laughs> 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 so my son created a fucking bomb, or no? You're the father of the bomb. You created the bomb. Nah, I still want to... I, want, I fucking take Ken any, every day of the week to get my tongue up that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. give me Ken. No dick Ken. I'm going Oppenheimer. Yep, same. I'll take <laughs> hey. That's not the soundboard. <laughs> uh, Taylor Reid, sweaty head, talking about you and then sent through photos of you being a hero, cheering a few people off, cheering a... What is his name? Bodie? Cheering Bodie, Bodie, Bodie Big Bodie. Just fuck. Like, <clears throat> wanting the I felt like a hero. Win the games. Like, fuck. Oof. What's the question? No, it was just a statement. You must have had a sweaty head or something. Uh, yeah, just uh, obviously late in, the, late in the piece. Just said, boys, get on my back. Someone was backing you in in the crowd. Someone's fucking backed me in. Huge, uh, thrive in these kind of conditions and moments. I'm not going to lie. I took, uh, I took some took some notes down and saw the Joel Selwood kind of send off. And I thought... You know what? I'll Joel sell with the fuck out of this day. Oi. And quickly really turn the day all about me instead yep. of about the poor kid. Yep. 
and it's a win-win for all. Yeah, it really, really is. He had a great day. I had a great day. I kicked the clutch game winner and cheated. No, I did not cheat on my missus. Visually though. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Kano Saric. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> a bit late with that one. You're having too much fun. Bit of Muhammad Rizwan about him. Uh, bit of Riz. Uh, Kane Sarich wants to talk about Harley Reid and splitting the pick. We'll get into that in a little bit. Hudson Babbage, fellas. Um, only early, but will Grundy be a D in 2024? I don't think so. I don't think so either. We're getting into that more later as well. But he just to answer, answer that question, that'd be no. And it would be good for both parties. Uh, Casey Vander, thoughts on West Coast trading the first pick for Prime Train and Cam Yukich? Dogger. Oh, yeah. Prime Train. Yes. No. Ukes, yes. Prime Train, no. Give me Jimmy and Cam Yukich as a combo over Prime Train, and I'll trade the pick for that. You say Jimmy Yukich? Yeah. Would you rather Yukich family or Terrell twins? Uh, mm. 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 Where's the other Terrell? What's he doing? He's playing, playing Colts. Colts. What's his name? Tyson Terrell. Fred and George. They actually have a third <coughs> brother, too. There's a third Terrell. I asked Marcus. A like, third twin? No, they're not twins either. Who aren't twins? Tyrrells are not twins. Fuck off. There's two year gap between the two of them. Stop no, lying. We're not having this debate. No, we're not having... Stop lying to us. They're Marcus, identical twins. Marcus is 19. Tyson is 17. We No. See, now that's... We have been through this already tonight. We're sick of people lying, a.k.a. Hayden Cobley, because he's only got admin. He's got fucking whatever he's doing. Fucking... What's that place in Midland? The massage place? I don't know. He's going there. Perslow Funeral Homes? Oh, shit. Um, stop lying. We'll get to the bottom of the Tyrrells in a minute. What's <clears> the <throat> other one? Marcus and... Tyson. Is it Tyson? Yes. I'm Googling them. <laughs> um, Kane Sarich came back. He just wants to take all of our content. So he, he got, talks about Jerry West sneaking into the A and a Carlton Reel. We're talking about that later, Kane. All right, just relax. You get back, hear about a bit of Muhammad Rizwan while you're away. Just relax a bit. Um, Benny Pohl, did Nick DeVries have long enough to prove himself? Mate, he was fucking shit, wasn't he? He got, had 10 races or 11, I guess. The problem was he uh, Christian Horner never wanted him in the in the team, and uh, Helm chose him regardless. Yep. And then once, as soon as the Denny Rex situation, there was just any chance or opportunity to, to ship him away. Yeah, and it opened up, and they said, "Thank you, mother, for the rabbits." But this is all just for trial because they're hundred percent getting rid of Perez. Yeah, it looks like hundred well, percent. This is what it looks like. Well, because it wasn't there. I may be slightly wrong, but hopefully you two can back me up. Is it true that in qualifying, not qualifying, practice for Silverstone, Danny Rick was racing one of the fastest times on the track in the he would have in he, the practice. So if he was as the, the reports go, yeah, correct. So if he was in the car from all reports, he would have been. This uh, was in the Red Bull, by the way. Yeah, in the Red Bull, he would have been uh, second on yeah. the grid. Yeah, he would have been, he would have shared the front row with uh, Max. There we go. And then number two, do you think Ricardo will be able to outscore Yuki by the end of the season? What? How many points is Yuki on? Uh, Kobe, you're right, mate. And what? Yuki? Uh, Yuki's on like five points. So will he outscore him by the end of the season? I'd like to see it. It would be nice. So I've gone to. So Tyson Terrell born in two thousand. Marcus Terrell two thousand three. Yep. That makes him nineteen. Yeah. I've gone to Tyson Terrell's Facebook page. It says born September 23, 1980. Because <laughs> 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 <'cause, 
because he's not because he's not old enough <laughs> to do Muhammad Rizwan things. Mm, that's not helping. There's a depth. I know there's an age gap. I share the com- I share a lot of conversation with Marcus. Does he just speak words in odd not, sentences? Just not in chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. All right, thank you again to the People's Voice. Thanks for the Kane Sarats for just predicting our uh, content for the day. So you have your uh, clout there, my friend. Um, just a little bit of cricket, okay? Fourth test started today. Um, apparently, no one has ever won sending a team into bat. Really? That's what I've heard in a chat today. Ever in the history of cricket. At Old Trafford. Old Trafford. And Australia have not lost a test there in 40 years. Draws and wins only. Um, did Australia, and because we're batting first, this actually makes this question relevant, did we make the right call dropping Murphy for Cam Green? One point first. Is there two different Old Traffords? Cam? No, no. Like... Oh, hang on. So this that? isn't where Manchester United play? Uh, sorry. They are genuinely... Next door to each other. Yes. So okay. they referred to it as Old Trafford. Well, that makes sense. Sorry. Yes, you're right. Yes. Because I was like, I'm thinking these don't they look are, the same. They are stone throw away from each other. I think they're a block across. Right. Okay. Carry so on. So you'd be able to throw a stone? Well, if there was a stone in Manchester, I, th- I assume I could probably throw a stone. Oh, no, that's, that's simple. I don't know. If we get a top-down image, we probably will be able to see. You've got the laptop there. So just, yeah, pull it just up, clarify helps. for it. Uh, did we make the right call? Uh, oh, it's <coughs> too early to tell. Like, how do you know? They, they've they gone in with Mo and Ali. Yes, he's a spinner, but I wouldn't classify him as a top-tier spinner. Mm. So I think for us, it's all about batting and making the most amount of runs. And We're three for one thirty currently as yeah, pod. Yeah, being tough. I, we still need every bit of four fifty. Twelve say. minute walk. There you go. There you so, go. so yeah, Cam's throwing the, the stone. Mm-hmm. Well, potentially if I had a catapult, um, <laughs> eight hundred meters, or times ten throwing. <laughs> um, but it's oh look, Murphy didn't show a hell of a lot. Probably didn't get the opportunity. Mm. Um, but I don't think from how it's progressing and how the style of cricket we've played is that if we don't nick him off in some capacity, we just turn to bowling short. Yeah. So look, you might as well just have five quicks and just bowl gas. Look, at the end of the day, we've had a week and a half since the last test. We've missed a pod, um, so we don't need to get into it too much. The other tests have started, but that was some of the most cowardly performances we've ever seen in that last test. The Who's making the call to bowl short, whether it's the captain, the coach, the bowling coach, the whatever, the fucking Muhammad Rizwan, who knows? Um, that was fucked. So hopefully we don't see that this test. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, I know you don't like him, but I genuinely think that we underutilize Travis Head as an off spinner. So oh, no, could- I don't like him because he can't speak properly, but oh. he can definitely... <laughs> Bat and bowl, um, but I just I I hate the way how he gets out. I think he just gets out the softest way possible. Yeah, that's fair. Like he, the last two innings is at uh, Headingley, generally guided one to first grip. Like it's just extremely poor. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but in terms of bowling, I think he can give you seventy five percent of Todd Murphy. Yeah, I would say, and especially enough anyway. Todd, Todd Murphy, like right now, because yeah. he looked rattled in the first test. Like we said. Conditions didn't really suit, and he was thrown to the wolves. However, of what we saw of Todd Murphy in that test, I reckon Head can give you 75%. Well, you, you probably only need Head to bowl <coughs> 10 overs max. 
Yes, yeah. So I, I think yeah. he's more than capable of giving you 10 overs. Yeah, so do I. Uh, predictions for the test right now? We're three for 130. Uh, I'm scared. I think we probably lose another one. Yeah, shit. It could be. Just, just fractionally, again, we've lost the toss. Yeah. Uh, plenty of running around, though. So but, yeah. I'd say England's slightly ahead, but easily could yeah, see I'll... the draw coming hugely into play for us. That's why <coughs> yeah. we need to bat a lot of time. Yeah, I could see... I could see. Um... Retain the Ashes here if we just get a draw. Cheers. Correct. Absolutely, yeah. Thank, thank you, Mother, for the Rabbits. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so job, we will job be... Job done. Four points in a song. We'll yep. be hoping for rain, won't we? At this stage, yes. Yep. Oh, have mercy. See, this is why I should have... I reckon 100 episodes ago when I was going to upgrade to the... Um, New soundboard. Mm. I was sort of like, ah, like we uh, probably won't have long left, so I don't know if it's worth spending that money. That soundboard, like you literally press a button and it and it does it. I fucking should have done that. Uh, see, I don't even know if people could be able to hear this properly. Ah, uh, it's good enough. Yeah, cool. I, li- I like what you're doing, South Coast. Mm. But yeah, I'm trying. All right, that's cricket. Um, we actually have <clears throat> a few footy points to talk about. We, there seems to be a little bit of a lull in the last few episodes, but hey, there are some things going on. Um, like I said, this is now week old. They've done the old sack the coach and win to make it look like it's the most perfect um, decision being made, just like all AFL clubs do, win after a sacking. But was sacking Stuart Jew the right call from Gold Coast? Seven years, was he? Yep. Seven years he was there, never made finals. Look, I still say the organisation, no, organisation, I'm talking NBA, the football club is a rabble. Um... They just can't really seem to do much right. They're, you know, two vice... Well, which is the captain, but Took Miller, you know, they replayed his pretty emotional uh, video when he won one of the best first, saying, I love this club and everything we're doing. But it's just it's just not getting better. And new club coming in, Tassie soon. Don't know if it's going to get any better for Gold Coast. But in terms of the sacking of Stuart Jew, was that the right move? I think it was the right move... He's been there for seven years. They haven't gotten any better. Yeah. <clears throat> but then on the flip side, I don't think he's ever made it a whole season with all of his stars. He's been hampered by some of their list management decisions, such as trading away pick seven with Jack Bowes so that someone take, would take his contract. Yeah. Uh, Dumping. Bit did, of a tough sorry, did run. They send, did they send Frio a pick with Will Brody as well? I think yep. they did. They traded pick two for Lockie Weller. Oh, I think that was in Stuart Jew's st- time. Well, that was f- end up being Andrew Brayshaw. How many years is he in the system? Four. Yep. So it's in his yep. time. So mm. look, it's a tough run. That's that's why you. That's why I led the conversation with Gold Coast or a rabble of a of a you know of business uh, football club, and it's like, look, at the end of the day, if you're Stuart Jew. How much longer are you doing it for wanting to, the club to succeed and just the paycheck? You know, like, fuck. Well, I think that's what... You look at why Damien Hardwick, who is going to be coaching the signs, I think that's just about set, set in stone from everything that I've seen. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Fair would be better. Why would he be going up there? Cashola. To get paid $2 million a season by all reports. <laughs> it's too late. No, yeah. you've thrown to me. I just like I. Yeah, it's the thing is, it's all true, <coughs> but it's also like just the wrong thing to do at the same time. Mm. Why not like, wait till the end of the season? Yeah, wait till the end of the season. Who cares? Like you're gonna finish mid table. Cheers. Now, then, what's gonna occur is that you're gonna pay a coach overs because you think that's the work. Ask North Melbourne how that went. Yeah. Um, and 
do we think Damien Hardwick is going to lift any better standard or get any more from the playing group than what Jew has got? No. Because realistically, the only way you get better is to recruit enough stars from your drafts. And at the moment, Gold Coast do that, but lose them after X amount of time. Yeah. So until they fix that component up, they won't be any good. But here's a stat for you. There is now more kids in Queensland playing AFL. No, there's not. Yep. Than, than rugby. Than rugby league. No, you're lying. Genuinely, look it up. Co- look what, it up. What's uh, Joe there Rogan's is There is now name? more kids playing football <clears throat> in Queensland. So watch the tide turn for the academy-listed kids from Brisbane and Gold Coast because this is the first year the Allies have won the State 18's it national is. comp. It definitely is. And there's going to be a big transition where they didn't these, just win it. They, they pissed it in. Them. And the seven Queenslanders that are predicted to go very high and it's going to be very interesting before the State 18's comp has to disband the Allies because... Oh, Jamie. Joe Rogan. Jamie, can we look that up, please? Yep. Jamie, State put eight, that the, shit up. The State 18's uh, Allies program it will be too strong due to the academies. So you could see Gold Coast and Brisbane become very effective quickly if they get their academies right, similar to how Sydney used theirs. Look, and I hope I hope it happens. Like, I hope... You know, we've, we're seeing a lot of academy stuff with Victorian teams. Or not academy, but like father-son. Like, yeah. We're just seeing them rewarded quite often. Yes. And I would... The interstate teams don't get that kind of love. That's right. And while, like, priority picks, you know, I'm sometimes two, sometimes fro, if they can get their academy and get them boosted up, I'm all for it. Well, you just make your academy kid... Um, if you get your academy kids to be those, you know, those picks in the 30s to 70s, I guess. Yep. Your second and third rounders. They've already been at your club, already in your system. Mm. Like you're just an extension of what they are instead of like guessing from a kid from a different state to come over and see if it works or not. And there's not many of them, and I don't have the stat here now, and it's probably a bit too hard to look up, but academies from like those states to leave to other ones, I'd say it would be pretty unlikely. Very rare. Like off the top of my head, I know Heaney's an academy. He doesn't look like any going. Is Sydney, Mil- Sydney is have Mills a an academy. Oh, Mills I don't know off the top of my head, but I know Sydney have like six or seven in their current side. Yeah, and they don't look like going anywhere. They're not leaving. Exactly, even though they're a bit of a rabble at the moment. Um, but yeah, no. You're right. Yeah. Guess what the most participated sport is in Queensland? Oh, okay, it's something weird. That's why you've said it. Let's go with, um, I'm going to go hockey. It's swimming. Okay, I'll just say there you go. Yeah, and then we just get another fucking missile, James Magnuson, to piss it up the wall, you fucking dickhead. How weird is that now? That So, like, it's all... The AFL, for so long that you think Gold Coast is a waste of time. Yep. It's not. There we go. It's not. So, um, it'll be very interesting to see how long until they get their fingers into Sydney and it starts turning. Absolutely. It'll be a few. I think it'll be, uh, yeah, but... A decade, yeah. at least. Um... This doesn't need to be a long conversation, but obviously we saw uh, no Grundy for Melbourne on the weekend and Max Gorn looked like the best player in the comp. Mm, went 162, deal. Pretty mm. um, simple question here. Does Brody Grundy play again this year? Sorry, two-parter. Should he play? Does he play? What do you reckon? Brody Grundy is 29 years old and he's being asked as... Two years ago, three years ago, best ruckman in the league. Best player. Best like, player. Up there, like top five player in the league. And now he's being asked to be a forward. 
he will not be at Melbourne next year. You didn't answer the question. I actually forgot halfway through what the question was. Does he play? Should he play again this year? Will play. He'll play again. Shouldn't play. I reckon will play, won't see him in final series, though. No. They'll, they'll play him in an AFL game as a forward. No, see, that's, no, what, that's what I mean. So as a pure we've got, what have we got left? Six rounds? Yeah. He'll play in one of these six rounds and he'll get two weeks at it. Yep. And then they'll put just a line through him. I think I, I think that should be it. I think he shouldn't play. I, and I think the only reason why he he could possibly play is injuries. Like I Well Gorn has to go down. If you are Melbourne Melbourne play north in three weeks, he will play that game as full forward. If you are Melbourne, you cannot possibly, after what you saw for the first half of the year, play them both again. Like Max was just too dominant. Like it was unbelievable. Like Talk about winning a game off your own back. Like I know Petrarca was huge. Viney stepped up in the fourth. But if there's no Max Gorn, they lose by 40. But all year they've been playing as... Max Gorn was a 40-point difference on the weekend. But all year they've been playing as primary and secondary ruck. Oh, absolutely. No, 100%. Whereas he will come back into the team as just a forward. And that's the thing. We want to make sure that... I, I, I'm in no way um, knocking Grundy. And like, I'll put my hand up and say, I thought it was going to work with them playing together. I guess, like, has it worked? They haven't put up big stats. They've been relatively effective when they're both in there, but Max Gorn as the solo You can't only say that Melbourne have got any better. That's true. Yep, that is true. The the key issue with Melbourne is still that Van Roy hasn't... Van Roy's five years away from taking the comp by storm. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a key forward, that means Grundy has to be your number one forward, and then that doesn't work. So I think your hybrid options that... Work so, like how Melbourne used Luke Jackson. So they've had gone, but then Luke Jackson pinches hits for five six minutes and causes absolute chaos. Yeah, like that's what most clubs require. But Luke Jackson's running around at two meters. Yep. Yeah, you know. So that's what you kind of need. And it's a similar case with obviously uh, Collingwood, where they use Darcy Cameron as the number one ruck for majority of the game, and then Mason Cox pinch hits is for five or six. Yeah, runs chaos. Um, all these other clubs that do it are pretty successful. So Melbourne don't have a key forward or a centre half forward. They don't yeah. have another big. Don't and don't get me wrong as well. Um, I I believe that if you put Max, sorry, if you put Brody Grundy on the right team, he's back to being. There's one team that re- require him right Port now. Adelaide. And it's at Port Adelaide, and he goes home to Adelaide. Port Adelaide, and we'll pay five hundred. Yeah. So this is this is. Obviously, an off-season conversation, but we had a, a little chat in one of our group chats. If I had to power rank teams for Brody Grundy right now, just right now, I would go Port Adelaide. I'd then go Geelong. I'd then go Carlton and Sydney. That would be and my then top. And the Eagles. That would be my top. Oh, really? Why? He's 29. That's probably out of it. Yeah, sure. Bring him over. I don't care. Port. Port, number one. By a mile. If we have Port, <clears throat> I reckon we pretty, we're pretty close to... Having a dip at Collingwood. Hey, 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 hey. And this is fucking why, ladies and gentlemen. Cobbers is doing admin right now. Yes. Mid-season trade period, mate. Could you imagine? Could you imagine right now? And look, it might not happen because you're pretty much making Port Adelaide a contender against you. But could you imagine a gro- a Brody Grundy for, I don't know, some, some, what, what, what do Melbourne need right now? Another forward? Well, you would send. Would, would you? Would, you would send um, Georgie Artis and some picks. Or, Problem is ACL. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying if you if you're going still a key if you're going would hypothetically, you, he's you already like eight months in. Would you way. right now, if there was a mid-season trade period right now, 
I don't I don't need nitty gritty of picks and compensation. Would have... you do something around Brody Grundy for Charlie Dixon right now? No. No. I would I would. No. I would. I would package Orazio Fantasia and Todd Marshall for Brody Grundy. Todd Marshall's still got like no, 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 no. five, to- six years left. Todd Marshall is a handy player. Five, no. six years. I think he's younger than me. Yeah. I think he's a year younger than you, do. You've only got a year left, in you, but I know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, that, I would look at that yep. more. And I'd back, hopefully, that Ollie Lloyd and... Charlie and a few others, George Yardis to come back and Finlayson. I think Charlie Dixon is the most important player on that list at really? the moment in that okay. team. But no, I oh, 100% agree. Brody Grundy to Port, it just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Port but, won't be able to get him because we've we've exhausted all our picks. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't do you think, know what? I don't think I don't he's think, worth picks I, anymore. I don't think there's anything in the war chest. I don't no. think he's do worth picks Simon, anymore. Do you know what Simon Goodwin does in the box when Brody Grundy plays with Max Gorn? What? You're a mong. All right. Um, last 24 hours is been... Hang on. I've got a little side piece to that. Yeah. When do, when do AFL clubs... Co- I don't give a fuck what the player wants. Because um, I would love to say that coming. Look, it's, a, it's... If you can break contracts, I want AFL teams to be able to do whatever the fuck they want with their players. Boy, it's it's just... It's your typical... And like, I do understand this point. As much as I want to see more power from the clubs... The players don't earn enough to be out to be shipped off to a new. Yeah, but they can thing. ship themselves off. That is correct. You're 100 percent right. And even the whole like, not every NBA player that gets traded buys a house. Nope. They might rent a house for the season. Force, Mate, pa- force AFL clubs to have a fucking. Paddy Mills was in four different teams in four different fucking cities in ten days. But no, I agree. There should be more power to clubs, 100%. The Players Association has too much power at Correct. the moment. Oh, Whereas the NBA Players Association, they only really deal in the CBAs when they come along. Same amount sentences? Yes. Because I would be sending Grundy to whoever wants to give me the most peaks. Yeah, absolutely. Don't care. No issue. North Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Goldstein goes, enjoy. We'll take your kids. Yep, no worries. Um, so yeah, last 24 hours, this has been the hot topic. So here's a question for you. Just stop oil. Has Harley Reid... What are they trying to do? I don't know. Settle down, guys. Has Harley Reid done enough to avoid the Eagles here? Now, obviously, they're coming out. Eagles coming out and saying, we haven't heard anything about Harley Reid saying he doesn't want to play for West Coast. I don't trust a fucking thing that comes from that club at the moment. The manager has apparently come out and put the whispers out. Has he done enough to avoid West Coast? Oh, should West Coast, especially after this last saga... Move on from Harley Reid. In already. all seriousness, why? What is stopping them from just drafting him anyway? Like, Nothing. What? Like what? The the. But the, what's? Sorry, you, that was the wrong thing you, to say. What if they just draft him? You no. You know what? And he comes him? over and he goes, oh, "I like it here." Correct, but you know what's stopping it? I think at the moment is <clears throat> the Jason Horn Francis of the world. We would just once again. I said in a in a chat just before. Because Jason Horn Francis has been okay for Port, I think we've already forgotten that mm-hmm. I can't believe he's not on North Melbourne right now. And and we gave him we gave them nothing. We he was yeah. meant to be and still could be the next big thing. Like unreal. Buckley. He is good. Yep. And he was drafted to North Melbourne. He was playing for North Melbourne last year in his first year, second year he's at Port. Yeah. And I think that's what would be stopping the Eagles right now? But this and is what I mean. They're, they're good players. They're good young <coughs> players on their list are 20, 19, 21. 
if he comes for a year and then they've got to trade him for more picks, more high picks, who cares? Okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, whoever's they're whoever's, not missing anything. You know? So wh- whoever's leaked this story, genius. Whoever's done that. So whatever AFL club are gearing up to send West Coast. Yeah, and this is why it pisses are me pure off. Pure genius. So what they've done is they are value. already dropping his value yep. because they know he's not going to show up if you if you pick him. Yeah. So what they've done is now it's forcing Eagles to press their hand and panic and offload whatever and they're hopefully offload for less. It's a genius play. Yeah. Um but to be fair, we've seen this kind of stuff happen. Like fucking John Elway did it to um, off the top of my head, I can't remember. I oh, believe it yes, was yes, the yes, San yes, Fran yes, yes. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Dolphins exactly. or whatever. He just goes, oh, you can draft me, but I'm still not coming. Yeah. So like, it, it'd be the first kind of ever AFL, AFL version, version of this yep. where like he forces a team to just like, I'm not coming. So I'll, I'll retire and then I can re-enter in the draft the following year if you pick me. I don't care. Yep. So you get nothing. Yeah. So I'm putting... It'd be, it'd be very interesting. I'm putting it out there right now. That Melbourne will get him. Melbourne will get him. They'll have pick four. Wow, they've got the Dockers pick and their own pick. And Brody Grundy. Three-way trade. Eagles end up with three first. Anyway, this is where the this is where we're segueing, right? So I'm. What's I'm, he worth, though? What do you want? What What are you happy if you have to trade him tomorrow? What are you happy with? Uh two picks in the top ten and a future. So there's no, but no club has that. Uh, GWS will have that. GWS will have that. Melbourne, I could probably... You could um, convince me Melbourne's Dockers pick, their own pick, and a future. So Jared Rivers? Would you take a player? I'll take I'll take a player. Jared Rivers? I'm pretty sure he's, he's free, boy. J- Jared Rivers? Not, uh, it's Rivers, though. Trent Rivers. Trent Rivers. Trent. Sorry. Jared Rivers used to play Melbourne. From, yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Why are we going Trent back? Rivers. Trent Rivers. Yep. East Freo? Yep. East Perth? Yep, East Freo. Good half-back flanker. Something Very good. Young Look, as well. As as long as we're not dropping too far down, that's where like... So, for example, Melbourne, who might Melbourne have, have any other WA talent. Let's just pick say... Pick four Trent Rivers and a future third. No, what? Future second. No. There needs to be two minimum two first-round picks so in return. What are they going to have? Pick four, 15. Four, yeah. 15 and a future. Four, 15. And a future. Trent Rivers <laughs> and... Jared Rivers. And a four? <laughs> Do you want four players? You actually need players. So I would actually... Yeah, that's why I want like, Would you take four players? <sighs> would four. I take four players? This is like... Judd like McVie, in- also from East Ferro. Jacob Van Ruyen. Would you try and take... I still I still actually, really want... Mm, I'll tell you what, Jacob Van Ruyen and Oscar oh, Allen, that's a good full no, 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 forward line. Hang on. I, I, hang no, on. Stop, hold, stop, stop. hold on, hold on. You better I get some drinks on you because no, I sound a whole lot better. No, no. <laughs> I hadn't even I'm mentioned his. Up. I hadn't even mentioned his name because I would assume he would be an almost untouchable for Melbourne. But if you can give me four, their first and Van Ruin, lock it in. I reckon, just about. What if they give you three and Van Ruin? No, not enough. Would you take not enough? No. Would you take their number four? Yep. Van Ruin. Yep. Trent Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not Trent Rivers and a future and a, their future pick. So their future first round. So hang on, say that again. I think I think I've already agreed to that one. No, you want four players. This is just three. So it's number four, four? not fifteen, not fifteen. Or four Van Ruin, Van, four Van Ruin. Yep, and then their future. I could I could, you you could sit down with, with a coffee, c- cup of coffee and a unsweetened almond milk. Um, and you're happy with that. 
English breakfast tea and think about it. Yeah. Did you say unsweetened almond milk? Yep. That's okay. Because I would, I'd rather take. Oh my god. I'm getting it done for copyright. I'd rather take. I reckon I would take that over just picking more kids because WA West Coast, in particularly, are not very good at drafting. No, kids. like I said though, I would honestly sitting here as a fan right now assume that JV Jacob Van Ruin JVR would almost be untouchable, and if he is touchable, just a little bit of a touching, yeah, then it, that opens up a whole lot of possibilities. But where we're we getting with this, so Tom Dorse, who is a fan of the pod, friend of the pod. Many times featured in our power rankings. Great accountant too. Great accountant. He said, "All right, that he's he's in the <laughs> he's a Frio fan, but he's in the um, the side that he says it's an absolute no brainer to trade the picks for multiple assets." And he says, "Because number one picks have never really worked out." All right, and I said. Well, what does worked out mean? Like, we've had some pretty fucking good number one picks over the years. And he goes, worked out means truly the best pick in the draft. So, Dilly does some research when he's meant to be teaching year 11 generals, okay? Yeah, I've got, la- I got from 2000 to 2010 here. And then next week, we'll do 2010 to present. We're going to go through the number ones. And then I've given my opinion on the best player. And then the honourable mentions. Okay, hit okay. me. <clears throat> and we'll see how many from this 10-year period was the number one pick truly the best pick in the draft. Yep. Okay. 2000, number one pick, Nick Rewalt. Best player, Nick Rewalt, with honourable mentions to Daniel Kerr, Kane Corns, and Sean Burgoyne. Do we do, agree or disagree? That's fair. That's very fair. I'm on you with that one. 2001. This is unbelievable. 2001, number one pick, Luke Hodge. Uh-huh. This the best the, player. This is the best draft ever. The best player, in my opinion, is Gary Ablett Jr. Yes. Honorable mentions to Chris Judd. Yeah. Luke Hodge, Jimmy Bartell, Sam Mitchell. Can I just say that in this one draft, Geelong got Jimmy Bartell, Stevie J. Gary Ablett. Gary Ablett, James Kelly. Yeah. One I draft. Think, I think Joel Corey or Corey Enwright were in the rookie draft as well. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm not counting rookie drafts yeah, in this enough, in this thing. Just saying, they're all on the same well. draft. So, uh, best player, it's obviously either Ablett or Judd, depending on what you are. It's Ablett. So, it's Ablett for me as well. So, there we go. Number one pick, Luke Hodge, wasn't even the best player in the draft. All right? So, also, Freo so traded so tough. the first, he goes, first he's, pick. He's close to the greatest ever captain that's ever played. Correct. Yeah. In that draft, Freo traded the number one pick for Trent Crowe. Yep. All right, 2002. Number one pick was Brendan Goddard. I've given the best to Brendan Goddard, followed up by Joe Watson. Sorry, these are honourable mentions, no order. Yep. Joe Watson, Daniel Wells, Jared McVeigh, bit of Andrew Mackey just for the love. We putting Joe? Are we putting Goddard over Joe Watson? Now we're giving it, or Joe Watson did have his Brownlow taken away. Goddard played 340 games. He also played multiple positions, all of them very well. So I've gone Goddard for the best player. Yeah. Close one. So that's three out of our first... Sorry, two out of our first three where the number one pick has been the best player. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, number one pick in 20, uh, 2003, Adam Cooney. Mm-hmm. I've given the best to Adam Cooney. Honourable mentions, Heath Not a very Shaw, deep draft, that one. Heath Shaw, David Mundy. Fun fact. I believe Adam Cooney is the only ever number one draft pick... Yep. To win a Brownlow medal. To win that Brownlow medal. So... I think even though Cooney won a Brownlow... I'm putting Mundy ahead of him. No, that's completely fair. I was very torn, but I've gone with the Brownlow. He was never the same post-leg. 
yep. injury. Yes, he, whatever he did. But he was pre-leg, he was pure. But he, unfortunately, his back end of his career was horrendous. At Essendon, it was horrible. Yeah, it's just no good. But, but would you say best over Mundy? It's a tough. It's a tough one. I would not. If you said Monday, like you said, I would. I not think win. I'm only giving it to Cooney due to the Brownlow. Yep. Yep. Uh, 2004. So this is where it starts to tail off, and this is where Smokey Door starts to have a bit of a point here. Number one pick, Brad Deladio. The best is Buddy Franklin. Honorable uh-huh. mention: Jordan Lewis, Jared Ruffhead, and Lids himself. No argues. Buddy's the best player in that draft. Buddy's really the greatest AFL player of all time. Uh-huh. 2005, number one pick is Mark Murphy. And this was the one where when Dorse said, number one pick's not even the best. I'm like, Mark Murphy's pretty fucking handy. And he goes, well... But you know what? You look back at that draft and you go, why would they pick up? I suppose, yeah. Okay, go on. The best for me is Scott Penderbury. Honorable mentions, Mark Murphy, Josh J. Kennedy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 2006, number one pick, Bryce Gibbs. Best Ma- player. Mark Murphy actually was not supposed to be number one draft pick in that thing. He fucking was a father's son because his dad was a legend at Fitzroy. Yep. And chose not to go to Brisbane and but, took the number one draft pick. There we go. You should have forgot it because Brisbane went on to win three flags. Yep. Um, so way that before, was before him. That was, no, not way before. A couple of years before. Couple. Four, three, four years before. Uh, Zero success. Yep. Uh, 2006, number one pick, Bryce Gibbs, best player, Joel Selwood. Honorable mentions to Boak, Jack Rewalt, Josh P. Kennedy this time, Hawkins, and then Gibbs himself. Uh, so, yeah, not the number one pick there. Number one pick in 2007. Hawkins would have been top five, also father son. Yep. Uh, number one pick his in 2007, son, correct, mm-hmm. is Nathan, uh, Matthew Cruiser. So, unlucky one there, injury derailed. Yeah, Best player, Dangerfield, honourable mentions to Rioli, Cochin, um, Harry Taylor, Rance. 2008, number one pick, uh, Jack Watts. Best player, I've gone still side bottom over Luke Shuey, Nick Nat, Dane Beams. I think that's probably fair enough. I think that's fair. Obviously, who do you have as the best? I think I'm taking Nick. Nick Nat? Over still side bottom. Yeah. Steel Premiership player, 300 games. Oh, yeah, the problem is now, realistically, are we going through career? Are we going through actual football ability? Because Nick Natnui probably w- was won West Coast more games than still side Well, see, I've, I've gone with everything. I've gone, with, so, I've gone with... Technically, ac- yes, you're right. But if you were just going a sheer football capability, I've gone Natnui ac- would have won 80% more games than still off his own boot. Yeah, well, I've gone accolades. I've yeah. gone fucking team success. I've put it all in. Yeah, new. play on. Play uh, two left. All right, so number one pick is Tom Scully. In 2009. Now, I have always, always, always been. What are you doing here? I have always been a Nat Fife man. I've always been a Nat Fife man. However. Don't you dare not have him as the best player. Best player in this draft is Dustin Martin. That's unlucky. Yeah, see, you. (laughs) That's unlucky. You thought I was going to put some Joe blog over Nat Fife. I've always been a Nat Fife man. He du- was... Uh, Dustin, Dustin... What pick was Dustin? Four. That's why he wore number four. Wasn't three? He wasn't was pick three? Four. I thought it was four. Maybe you're right. Oh, I could be wrong. Yeah, no, actually, you're pick three. Right. Yeah, pick you're three. Right. Why do you wear four? He wore four for a So I've gone Dustin Martin yeah, over Nat Fife. because he started in like 46 or some shit. Yeah, something weird. Meaning that Fife gets the honourable mention with Max Gorn. That's unlucky. But because if you would take Fife in the previous five years, he's best comfortably. I, I, I 100% yeah. agree. 100% agree. And then to round us out... Um, so 2010, so very weak draft here. Um, number one pick was David Swallow. 
And the best I've given it to... Um, I've actually given it to Tom Liberatore. Uh, read the names out. No, with honourable right. mentions to Tom Lynch, Luke Parker, Dyson Heppel. Mate, what it like? No, nah, I think you're sleeping on Luke Parker. I just... I look at Luke Parker and I say, fucking, I honestly believe once Tom... When, once Libba pulled his head in and got some sick tats, career-wise, I feel like they're very similar. Very, very similar. And I feel like Libba has been underrated in his role as the inside mid for a long, long time. But that's our only really debatable one that we've had. Let him cook. I think more and more now that you can definitely tell, um, which a lot, which isn't with all modern day sport, I think your picks are only as good as your club. Yeah. And if I, your club is a rabble, you could have fucking... If Dustin Martin walked into... Jack Watts's error and took Jack Watts's spot. Oh, I don't think we would be talking about Dustin Martin. Yeah. I think it's a very situational Wait. situation. Absolutely has a lot to do with it. But hey, Tom Dorse opened up a nice can there, and that was a nice little conversation to have. And like I said, we'll come and do a little more recency bias. Uh, if I'm next West Coast, week. I am getting rid of him. That's all I know. Getting rid of Harley. Oh, so you're trading it? Yeah, because yeah. even if you take him. It, it, or if you're having already whispers that he wants to go home, yeah, it's not great. Is it? It's like Adam Chera. I'm just I'm going home. Yeah, that is true. Oh my god, you okay, Cope? Melbourne pick Tom Scully and Jack Trangrove in front of Dustin Martin. Oh, I think there what well, the, obviously the heavy rumours were the baggage component, but Richmond oversaw the baggage component. I had two cracks at the cherry, and they still got it wrong. Bite to the cherry. Who was um? Who was four? Bite to the apple. No, who, what's the saying? Can you say? Can you read out who was four? Just give us the top ten that year. Tom Scully. Yeah. Jack Trangrove. Yeah. Dustin mm. Martin. Yeah. Anthony Morabito. Oh. Derailed. Yeah, he unlucky. Was ben Cunnington. Gary Rowan. Brad Shepherd. John Butcher. Andrew Moore. And Jake Melksham. Seeing some of these names when I was looking through them, I saw Patrick Carnesis and almost had a heart attack. Like, I just like, <laughs> that's I, a name I, I, I can't never... believe we had John Butcher at pick six for Port. Eight. Eight. And he physically did not know how to kick a football. He played 31 Oh, well, It's like the ones that can't shoot free throws. It's um, Imagine not being able to do the number one thing you require to play the game. Shoot. Yep. Kick. Kick. Unbelievable, isn't it? It's like being a fish and can't breathe underwater. Oh, so that hurts. Like? That hurts. That really hurts. Pick 20, Nat Fife. Pick 22, the Eagles took Garrick Whedon. Oh. Pick 23, the Eagles took Kobe Stevens. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Rough that one. West Coast have never been good at drafting. No. We, that could be a bit of... Um... It's been their number one floor as a club forever. So that's the other issue with... You get Harley Reid. Like, where is he going to develop... Is he going to have time to develop in the waffle and get flogged every week? They're merging Perth. That's what I would have. But thought. I don't. If I'm going to be honest, or does he just go straight into the AFL? No, you can't. You can't not play. And like, because so, he know, he would go in and play number one mid. I know he's just walked into a Instantly. stacked midfield, but Will Ashcroft. And I know it's a different scenario, but like he's AFL ready. So is Harley Reid. Harley Reid might it might be harder for him. Yeah, but, but Will it, Ashcroft it, is. The fourth banana? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I know that. However, I just mean like they are AFL ready. So if he's AFL ready, just because the team is an AFL ready, don't play him in the twos. The twos need people that need mm. to be playing in it, like half of our team right now for yeah. development, like I've said. L- like players anything, look you so don't need shit. to expose him shining in the midfield. You can always fuck. 
half well, back Well, he's, he's shown that he's been pretty good at half forward. So. Well, that's what I mean. Like, right. yeah, can... We've got players that need that development in the waffle. That's why we're getting fucking belted every week, and that's why they're looking shit. <sighs> Look, I'm taking him. I, e- eggs I like get it. pick one. I'm taking You're him. not. You are, and I'm on the fence. Hey, this is why we do a pod. Fuck Hayden Colby. Harley Reid, Ruben Jinby, Elijah Hewitt You've been in five to times. I have. In five years. That's delicious. Hewitt's every chance of fucking going. <laughs> Ruben Jibney is second to the ball constantly. Enough of that. I don't care. He's, he's 12 sec- years old, mate. I don't care, mate. He's second to the pill. He's slow. You know who wasn't you second picked, to the you pill? You picked another you slow mid. Not, but you know who's not slow? Harley Reid and Elijah Hewitt. No, they're quitting. You allowed one of them, man. They'll quit before they play. Yeah, Harley Reid will quit. I'd love it because it would throw the comp up into... If he does, if he refuses if to play, he just flat out refuses. It would, that be, would unreal. be fucking anything. It would be unreal because it would be the biggest. Also, fuck you to the comp. Yeah, like you can't, like you can't. Force you can't me tell me what it. to do. Imagine that. And we're, you know what would happen? We'd all sit here. The AFL would sit there and be like, uh, 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 "What do you mean?" When you get drafted, do you have to automatically sign two years? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he couldn't Nathan Buckley the fuck out of it and just go for one and, and just like tell them the whole time I'm not being here. No, nope, couldn't do that. Talk about a sliding doors moment as well with Bucks. Like, oh, well, Bucks, Bucks got drafted, went there, said, "I'm, I'm leaving in two years." He only played one year. I'm leaving in a year, and the Bears went, "All right, we'll come up here. We're, we'll change your mind." He still left. He still left. And then they won three flags. <laughs> there you go. While beating him, two against him. <laughs> Love that. Um, well, hey, that's cool. I. Yeah, it's incredible. I'm all for it. Sick conversations too. Great, great, um, great topics. And hey. If these rumours continue or if they heat up, come around draft time, we might see some things we ain't never seen before. Kobe, you got a quiz for us, brother. I look, do it's it's ten past ten. It's five past ten. Uh, so I'm gonna do a quick who am I? Yep. Um, Just the one? Yep. That's fair. Just enough. one. Hang no, on. Had you... at least one five. Oh fuck. Had you already prepared a quiz though? No. Yeah. And it was like forty three questions You're long. A idiot, it's too late. I told you today. <laughs> Give me five. Right. But he doesn't have five who am I? He'll find five. I'll find five. I've got one. Okay. All right. So if you guess after one of the hints and you Brody, get it wrong, Brody Grundy. you cannot know. <laughs> you cannot guess after the next one. Okay, fair enough. Okay. So I'm locked, but locked out forever or like locked out until he has a turn? No, 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 no. So if I say the first hint and you have a guess, yep. you're locked out for the next hint. Okay. Okay. So who am I number one? <clears throat> Buzzers? Uh, Cameron and Dylan. Okay, you were looking at me to try to find something to mm. give me. I've got, what's this? Official. Official. <clears throat> okay. I was born 1975 in Sydney. You want to guess? Sorry, I didn't hear the question. <laughs> I just looked at the message. Born in 1975. Head in, head in Manus, putting on some here. Oh, good. What? Born in 1975 in Sydney. That's the first hint. Yeah, we're not answering. Continue. Okay. I'm a right-handed batsman. I'm a right-arm fast bowler. I am 195 centimetres tall. Long? Long. (laughs) I played for Australia from 96 to 2006. Dylan, Stuart Clark. No. I made my test debut... Against the West Indies. 
So I'm locked out here technically. He's technically locked but am out. I now back in for the next question? He's back you in. You are back in. Sweet. I played 71 test matches and scored 1,200 runs. So it's not a lot of runs. I took 259 international test wickets. Test international, yeah. Cameron, I have this. Thank you. His name is Shane Watson. No. Nine, 96, mate. He was started in 96, mate. All right, so he's locked out for the next question. Lay it on me. Let's see. He fucking played in 206. My domestic team was South Australia. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, wanted to, oh, I don't want to lock myself out, though. No, I'm, I'm... 206. In ODIs, I wore number four. So, born. Oh, mm, mm, oh, I'm going to guess... I'm going to... No, 250 test wickets. No, he didn't take that many wickets. No, I didn't guess or buzz in. I said I'm going to guess, but I didn't buzz in. So continue. <laughs> oh, that's fucking rich. <laughs> I was once the head coach for Papua New Guinea and their cricket side. Oh, bro, incredible. which one have you given us? Uh, Cameron. Cameron. Was it Daryl Lehman? No. He's locked out for the next question. Let's go. Give me a... Give it laid on me. <laughs> Um, supposed to, the question is supposed to get easier and then he hits us with Papua New yeah, Guinea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so he was a bowler. No, he wasn't. He's an all-rounder. Tw- only 1,200 runs in 70 tests. My I top- thought he said 1,200. He did, 1,200. 1,200 runs. But in 70 tests. My highest test score yep. was 201. Oh, um, Jason Gillespie. Yes, still. As if you fucking gave him that question. <laughs> Ah. Well, so right. now we're going to find another I was just ro- going rogue reading those off of um, Wikipedia Yeah I know you were I could, <clears throat> I could fucking tell I'm not cheating but I could tell No that's worse I can see it even uh, no, I now cannot right. see it But that's unbelievable I so didn't realise that We're going was, again are we? I, yeah of course I didn't realise he was born in um, New South Wales mm. I, You could have you, you know what though You could have fucking hit us with his The first indigenous player Could have could have, but I didn't. Um, but you never know. Hey? All right, <clears throat> number two. So that's one nil. Yep. <clears throat> I was born in 1975 in Victoria. Okay, same era. Debuted round 18, 1992 for the Brisbane Bears versus Fitzroy. 19 what or two? 1992. I don't know these type of players. I'm 183 centimetres and I played at 88 kilos as a midfielder. I played 79 games for the Brisbane Bears and 210 for the Brisbane Lions. Cameron. Yes. Alistair Lynch. No. Locked out. I made five All-Australian teams and won three premierships. Uh, uh, Dylan. Uh, Simon Black. No. I also won the AFLPA Best Captain four times. Cameron Michael Voss. Correct. That's where getting locked out hurts. Fuck, I didn't realise that he played that many for Fitzroy. For the Bears. Yeah. Played 80 games. Yeah. Fuck. That's, that's one all. Didn't they... They got him captaincy at 21. Yeah. That's fuck. That's chaos. I didn't Correct. Get 21-year-old. That's Tyrrell now. <laughs> All right. 
All right. I'm going to try and work this one out. I was born in 1981 in oh. Michigan. What's up with all these old people, bro? I turned pro in 1995. I retired in September of 22. Cameron, Tom Brady. No. I have a career record of 858 wins and 156 losses. Cameron. Oh, I can't go yet. I won 73 career titles. Career titles? I won gold at the Olympics in 2012. I have won the Australian Open doubles four times. Michigan. Oh, Dylan. Um, Serena Williams. Correct. Fuck. Wow. My fucking sexist brain thing in males. Fucking. Is that 2-2? Two, yeah. two? Two, no, 2-1. Two, one. Two, two, one. One. To be fair, the only person I had, and it was sexist for me, I thought just had to be Andy Roddick. Yeah. But he didn't win shit. Yeah, that's why. One US, that's it. Yeah. I was just, yeah. So, fuck. Sorry, Serena. Imagine not talking about the fucking Wimbledon on the pod. Yeah, true. Oh, I'm sorry. But who gives a fuck? I'm in mourning still. Alcaraz. Who cares? Still in mourning. First uh, guy to ever have a Z in his name on the board. Really? Yep. It's a fun fact. I like that. Only because I heard Tony Jones talk about it. We're going a little... Chompers. Chompity, chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> We're going a little harder. Huh? All right. Born in Tennessee in 1984. All right. So we're getting younger. Mm-hmm. Slightly. I was the 11th pick in the first round in the 2006 NBA draft. In the what round? In the first round. Okay. Shooting guard. I wore numbers 7, 5, 4, and 17. I played for Orlando, Milwaukee, the Clippers, the Sixers, the Pelicans, and the last team I ever played for was the Mavs. Dylan. Cameron. JJ Reddick, boy. Correct. Thank you. Is that what you were going to say, Cam? No, I had Penny, Penny Hardaway. Does that make it 3-1? It does. Good thing that the last one <laughs> is worth 41 points. Okay, now I need to think. I need to think. About what? I'm thinking of who to do. Just think of someone. Quick. Because I swear to God, like I like the whole like more points for the last one. If I lose this... Can I be honest? Yeah. Fuck Hayden Cobbley. Honestly, that... Like, you... Who am I? Like we- I do admin at 9pm. <laughs> I, I roll balls to 14-year-olds. I'm a fucking coward. <laughs> Any takings? I once thought that... I don't have a The missus. only reason that I could actually probably maybe do a pod tonight is because my missus is away. Anyway. Doesn't have a missus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can't do an NBA fantasy draft because he's too oh, time poor. Oh, you fucking coward. Oh. Just, just push open league, brother. <laughs> uh, Alright. <clears throat> I was born in 1983 in Narogen. WA. Oh, great. I'm, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I made my national test debut on the 8th of September 2011 against Sri Lanka. I played my last test in 2019 against India. Narogen. That's WA. Correct. As far as I'm aware. I played 38 te- test matches. 
and scored 2,265 runs. When, um, sorry, when, can I just have a, how old is this guy? When was he born? Maybe you haven't said that. He's 40. He's born in 1983. And he's only recently, oh, um, 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 can I have uh, Dylan? Is it Adam Voges? No. Cameron Good guess, though. Sean Marsh. Correct. He's he already turned. scored 2,000 runs. 2,265. Guess. I know I, how I know that because of fucking because of watching him in Bali soccer. for his 40th. He was at, <laughs> the, he was at the soccer deal, last deal, night. Deal, deal, deal. I saw him. I said, hey, You can take the win if you guess precisely oh, how many balls he bowled in his test career. Fuck. See, I feel like he's either bowled to. F- it's gonna be. An, it's not gonna be an over. It's gonna be he's bowled and taken a wicket and didn't have to bowl anymore, or he's bowled and the other team has won. He's bowled three deliveries. Zero. Fuck. Off. Got him. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh well. Go on. Give me the sound. Fucking. Is it Hayden's tears? Guess we fucking. <laughs> anyway, right. we need a soundboard after this. We do need a soundboard. We need a petition to get Hayden Cobbley removed from all uh, management of, of Swan Districts. Hey, shout out to um, Tony McBride during the week. Had his hey, Maxi. Job. Maximilius. Maximilius. Maxi Mac. And the Funky Bunch. T Max, baby. Oh. oh. Copyright. Sorry, I've stolen Oi, that. Does that mean. Um, just Toddy, will Toddy still get referred to as T Mac Baby, or will T Max Baby get referred to as T Mac Baby? Nah, you, oh, you never, Thank I, you. you're never as good as the original. So that's true. Let's play the guys out with something. Okay. <laughs> Did that say bigcock.com? <laughs> that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Alrighty, thank you, everyone. We love you all. This is good vibes, actually. Fuck Hayden Carbley. Fuck that ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was a drop. <laughs> Goodbye. Wait, give me some rap beats. Oh, let me just fucking freestyle something real let quick. Alright, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let him spit some fucking rhymes. Are we still going? Yeah, of course we are. Alright, freestyle rap beat. Labeled hard. <laughs> yeah, you get me. Swan District's talent manager, Hayden fucking wobbly. Yo, yo, we're zero and two. I can't pick a kid from Marabu. Muckabudin, Jaiman and Gola. Say words quickly, have bipolar. Cam- <laughs> oh, fuck! That's freaking, freaking, freaking Hayden wobbly. That's a leap. Please. Oh, I hope everyone tuned in to the end there. Catch you, everyone.